0: You're listening to Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out. Today's classic movie is The Lego Movie 2. We just saw that, so we're going to talk about that for a oh, whole 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> starting, there's, there's not a lot of spoilers at the beginning, but uh, I do accidentally spoil the ending like 10 minutes in, so if you want to see this movie and don't want it spoiled for yourself, hold off on listening to this until after you've seen the movie. Here's a trailer.
1: Once. Everything was awesome. Now, everything is bleak.
0: Hey, Lucy, I brought you coffee.
1: Coffee? The bitter liquid that provides the only semblance of pleasure left in these dark times. Oh, my
0: goshness. Did I interrupt you brooding just now?
1: Times have changed. You need to change with them. We have to be tough and battle ready.
0: Look, a shooting star, make a wish! Hurry! The door is slowly closing. Oh, the pain! It's getting so cold.
1: Emmett, what are you doing?
0: Hooray! See, that wasn't so bad. Nothing got in.
1: Ah, something got in. I'm General Mayhem. Bring,
0: Bring me your dearest leader,
1: Lucy. Emmett. No!
0: This is all my fault. Hang on to your fronds, Planny. We're going to save Lucy. You tell me to to save... (laughs) Asteroid! You mind if I save your life? Not at all. Who are you? The name's Rex Danger Vest, Galaxy Defending Archaeologist, Cowboy, and Raptor Trainer. (laughs) I don't get it. Will you help me rescue my friends? You don't want to go anywhere near the Sistar system. It's ruled by an alien queen. Only the toughest are going to get out of there alive. Who's a
1: good boy? Who's a good boy? (laughs) Yes, you are. I'm a queen, whatever I would not be. I'm getting super evil vibes here. I could change my form to something else if this makes you more comfortable. Hey guys. No, go back. The
0: horse was much more palatable. I got
1: a phone and a play
0: phone. I gotta get it, baby. No it did not. A1 hit him with the A1 song. Since
1: A1 up the A1 Lucy! Emma, did you draw stubble dots on your face? What? No. Are you? I'm your worst nightmare. You're me when I'm late to school and I forgot my homework and my pants are made of pudding. No, I don't. Ha!
0: You're listening to Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show about movies that just came out. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I'm here with my co-host Pierre. Hey guys, and we just saw the Lego Movie Two. Pierre, you want to start us off, or you want me to? You want me to?
1: Say Why don't you I, tell us? You've seen it twice, so
0: I've, I have seen it twice. So like, I don't know. This is this is un this is uncharted territory for this podcast because I'm not up until this point. Like, I wasn't sure we're allowed to like movies on this podcast because like the last two haven't been good. But not at all. I really liked this movie. I, I liked it a lot. I thought. uh... I mean, I went and saw it twice before, before I came in and talked about it. So, like, that should tell you at least something. That's a good say? Yeah, I remember uh, I watched this, and then I uh, talked to my parents th- th- right afterwards, and I um, was talking to them about it, and they said, So what would you think? And I said, Well, I think that uh, I don't have as good of opinions as I might get if, say, I watched it again when you guys came by for Reading Week. And so, you know, we had to go watch it again, because clearly I had no idea... It was a very good movie. It was a very good movie. I thought. What'd you think?
1: Uh yeah, I, I thought it was really solid. I could feel like, like the it was really like solid writing. I don't know the jokes didn't land as well as I would have liked, um a lot of them. And I think uh, I had the ensemble cast kind of got shafted. Yeah. Um, I think
0: we'll go in. We'll go into that way more in detail later. But just I would have to say, um. There were a few, it it definitely was not without its issues. Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't say it was as good as the first one, uh, for sure, but also, but like, if it makes sense, I would say it was as tightly written as the first one.
1: Mm. Um, Like pacing-wise, or just like?
0: Just like, um, just... Everything everything fit together really well. Uh, I think this writing team, uh, Lord and Miller, is just they they should be they should be doing almost every movie really. Uh, people might remember them from Into the Spider Verse last year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so like they should be doing more movies is what I'm trying to say. But uh, I think all of that will make a lot more sense if we talk about very quickly uh, the plot of this movie. Sure. So this movie's take. Um, Kind of picks up right after the last one left off the first scene is literally the last scene of the of the last movie, mm-hmm. but most of this movie takes place five years later, yeah, so um the big twist in a way of the last movie was that the whole the lego movie was taking place inside the the mind of a child, which wow, what a twist but um <laughs> essentially uh all of the stuff that was going on was um plot lines that this kid was coming up with while he was playing with Legos that his dad, a longtime Lego collector, wouldn't normally let him play with. So the whole, so the bad guy was Mr. Business, because that's his dad who, like, puts all the Legos together and then glues them and glazes them and makes sure that everything's perfect. And the, the good guy was just some kid who throws together some Legos. Well, I guess he was a construction worker, but that's symbolic of the same thing. Mm. So there's the first movie summarized. Nice. Uh the second one picks up 5 years later and the main conceit of this is that uh this kid's little sister is now allowed to play with Legos too. Um I having grown up in I, the 90s like I don't know if this is if this is a problem that's changed but like I wasn't aware that kids were forbidden from playing with Legos. I, I kind of thought that was the target audience, but, I mean, In whatever. general? Yeah. What
1: do you mean?
0: <laughs> well, like, because, I mean, I guess it makes sense in this context, but it's kind of weird to see, like, the main plot, of the, the plot of the movie start off with, now your sister is allowed to play with Legos, too.
1: Oh, uh, I think it was more like she's allowed to play with the Legos downstairs. Yeah, yeah. You know, the big Lego collection. In the,
0: in, I guess... One thing, so this movie is called Lego Movie 2, the second part, mm-hmm. and that sounds like it's just sort of a lazy joke, mm-hmm. and like it works really well, mm-hmm. but I think there's actually way more to that. I might be, maybe I'm giving Lord Miller too much credit here, but I think there's more to that name than meets the eye because like this movie does stand alone, but like some stuff like that doesn't really work if it's not a sequel. Like it, it, definitely that that context, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm probably. I definitely say they're
1: they're like that. a companion piece, you know. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, they very similarly like mm, very similar themes, I guess. But one mm-hmm. they really feed into. The next one, like I really wish I saw Lego Movie One.
0: Oh, you haven't seen it.
1: I, I sorry, I saw it in like theaters five years ago.
0: Oh yeah, okay, yeah. But it's, like, It a would little... have helped to watch it again before this. Yeah, so, yeah. So you know, if you haven't watched Lego Movie Two uh, yet, then and you haven't recently watched Lego Movie One, go do that first because mm-hmm. it definitely helps.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt like a second parter, mm-hmm. which kind of the title implies. Yeah, in a way. Um, uh, do you wanna do you wanna take it from there? So it picks up five years later. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so it picks up five years later, and everything's terrible. Nothing's awesome anymore. Right. Because, I guess, I guess the kid gets... Is the kid, like, going through, like, mood swings or something like that? Well, he's going through puberty. He's going through puberty, so everything's all dour and and destructive.
0: That, and also, he's clearly... So, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not outright stated. I think it more or less is outright stated, but I guess they didn't say it in as many words. It's kind of implied that his sister is one much younger but because um because she's allowed to play with the same toys as he is she comes down and like she'll be really annoying or she'll break his stuff and maybe not mean to but Mm -hmm. she she sort of messes with the thing he he definitely tries to he definitely takes after his dad where he's like making intricate plot lines and playing through these very specific stories for each of his characters there's a line right at the beginning that i just noticed that uh where he says, "Go away, I'm in the middle of a whole time travel thing here, yeah, which is cool foreshadowing if you know about it, but um the everything being dour and not awesome is partially because he's going through puberty and partially because that's not interesting to his sister, so she's less likely to come and destroy things mm-hmm. is kind of what I got the impression of
1: yeah, uh, that makes sense mm-hmm. too yeah, I guess I guess like everything looked in it felt like on very on purpose, you know. Yeah, everything was gray and like, or I guess not brown. It gray was like, it was, and
0: brown, like it was very Mad Max. Yeah, but like, oh, yeah. Ma- even Mad Max is a little more colorful yeah. in a way.
1: But it might have been like conscious, like oh, oh yeah, for the, sure. The sisters, like his world is being destroyed, so he just made it like that. Yeah. So to kind of, uh, so yeah. Anyways, they do that, and then, uh, and then, uh, essentially, the sisters Legos, steal. The main, the main characters, characters yeah. other than Emmett, and then Emmett, like the basically the rest of the movie is Emmett learning how to man up, or like quote unquote man up, right? And uh, and save his friends for Lucy and Lucy because like um, yeah, and then and then I, I guess it, should I explain that's, the rest? That's pretty much so it. That's the basic premise. I
0: guess like the 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 main conflicts there are. I mean, the main conflicts are like one, like these two kids getting along, but then also like Emmett having to man up is a re, is is probably like. In a way, that's probably the most mature storyline that's going on because Mm -hmm. it's all about, like... uh, So this is minor spoilers already, but Emmett meets a future version of himself, Mm -hmm. who is... That's a
1: huge spoiler. It's a huge spoiler, actually. Yeah, Yeah, minor
0: spoilers, just so you know. He meets a guy named Rex, who is everything that he thinks he wants to be, but Rex is a bit of a dick. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the whole point is... He he's trying to emulate Rex, but in order to grow up, he actually needs to just get along with people. I guess that's mm-hmm. that's more or less what it is. So there's the rough story with only minor spoilers.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that spoils the entire ending of the movie. Yeah,
1: kinda. Okay, so it's alright. I mean, going. you know,
0: like people people know people know not people know to expect spoilers. I guess.
1: Yeah, um, at this point.
0: Oh, and yeah, I guess uh, the the in universe the sister is tr- the sister's legos are trying to they're trying to join the the planets I guess of like mm. the sister's legos and the may- and the the uh, what's the opposite of sister brother's legos oh, yeah nice <laughs> yeah they're trying to they're trying to join those two worlds <laughs> and like the brother meanwhile is trying to save everybody so that he doesn't so that they don't start something called our mama get in which mm-hmm. is Really easy to piece together what that is, but I'm not going to spoil it.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so there's the plot. Thoughts? Thoughts on well, so um, my I thought the major the major difference between this and the last Lego movie was really that um, because it's a because it's a um, because the topic is basically the conflict between two young kids in this one, where the last one was the conflict between a kid and his dad, mm. just because of the younger age of the main conflicting parties, this ends up being a, not necessarily less mature, but le- it, it's a more kiddy um, movie, if For that sure. makes sense. So, like, um, this, uh, basically, the way I explained it outside was like, uh, I, I took my dad to see this movie, and he thought a lot of the parts were annoying. I mean, he also liked it, but, like, it was very sing-songy, he said, because there's a lot of songs, because the sister is really into catchy pop music, and um, there were, you know, some annoying bits, there was lots of, like, glitter and kind of dumb jokes and stuff, like, but that's just because, like, the, the main parties are all younger in age. So it doesn't necessarily make it a less mature thing, but it does make it a younger story in a way. Yeah. Um and but that said, like I said earlier, I don't think this was any less tightly written. Like everything fit together very very well. Nothing was brought up that wasn't addressed. Um all the characters were really well fleshed out, even like ones who really had no right to be, like the banana he he was one, he was one joke, but also he was a full character of like that you could like empathize with like there's that he at one point, I think he says like this is the worst day of my life, and you just feel sorry for him because all he can do is trip over himself It's maybe a bad example, but like every character felt purposeful, even the ones that didn't necessarily need to be mm-hmm. also what i thought uh I thought maybe. There's another big difference. I don't know how much of an issue it was, but I think it. I think I didn't like it as much. In the first one, in the first one, it's kind of a twist at the end that this all takes that there's that there's actual humans in this movie that are like playing with Legos. Mm-hmm. Um, like until then, you just think it's a fully animated movie. That's no longer a twist in this one. Like that's a main part of the movie. So they do. Ha- so they merge those two a lot more, which is, it's good that they do that, and that's kind of important, but it takes away from some of the scenes, and I I thought there were only one or two places where this was an issue like this, but there were a few places where I wasn't entirely sure what was going on, because they would show something, like in real life, and then they'd show something completely animated, and... Then sometimes they'd show something sort of half animated, which was the best animated style they had. Yeah, looked really cool. But it was hard to distinguish what was happening in 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 the minds of like the two kids, Mm -hmm. what was happening in real life, and what was like some magic in between, or what was going on. So I just found I found that I found it kind of important that they tried to merge those two, and they did it mostly well. But I really had to shut my brain off to like ignore that.
1: In yeah, a way. yeah, same. I remember having that problem a bit in the first one too. Yeah. But it like it, it, it wasn't, wasn't enough to like really yeah. concern me. But this one had a lot of it.
0: Right. You know? I think the first one the the benefit or the the best the way the first one gets around that is you don't see any real life footage until like the last 15 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's easier I mean, it's easier to shut your brain off and ignore it. Really is mm-hmm. what is what it comes down to because there's just I I don't know if there's a great way of doing that but like they gave it the old college try and they did pretty good as far as as far as things go
1: yeah yeah I definitely say it was more ballsy yeah um like I, I think a big part like a big problem was like the first one I think there was I think that the twist at the end of like it being like in the kids' head mm-hmm. that was actually like pretty big it, it, I guess it just it, it kind of made the movie. You yeah. Know? Well, it explained a lot. It wasn't just like a movie about people being Legos, it was also yeah. about. You know, a kid's imagination and dealing with that. So mm-hmm. then but then when you come into this one and you already know like, oh, this is how it works already. Right. Then it's just the the magic is kinda lost again.
0: Yeah, know? so I think probably the biggest difficulty if I the biggest difficulty I would imagine making this movie is how do you what do you reveal? What's your twist? How do you top the first one? Mm-hmm. Because you probably can't, first of all, but how do you get close to that and knowing, like, re- having revealed what's already revealed.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the Lego Batman movie got around mm-hmm. that by this completely ignoring it. that. Yeah. Like, and apparently, according to this movie, it's implied that the Lego Batman movie is canon in the Lego universe, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. But, like, um, yeah, I guess they can't really ignore that completely in the main Lego movies.
1: No. That, yeah, that was... the. I, I will say, though, that, like, I think they did a they did the best job possible oh, and like absolutely. because there there was kind of a real life twist mm-hmm. in that like you weren't expecting i just, we don't really care about spoilers anymore right so if this po-
0: if you're still listening and you don't want us to spoil anything this is Even probably the <laughs> part to th- this is where you should this is where you should cut out yeah
1: yeah okay so essentially like it can't the movie kind of made you believe that the girls toys were bad right in a really yes. funny kind of way like the whole the whole song with like the, the there's queen a song, saying she's not evil. Yeah, and like, there's
0: literally a lot of there's literally a verse in the song where she just adds un to bad words to yeah. describe herself. Yeah. Like, I'm unnasty, unmalicious, unduplicitous. Yeah.
1: So th- so yeah. So you're the whole time you're thinking, okay, so this is just like he's trying to trick them, and it's an obvious ploy. But then I guess what's cool is that you realize that it, it kind of puts you in the mind of the the brother, right? Mm-hmm. Where he thinks like the sister's evil. She just wants to destroy all my stuff, right? Yeah. But and you just, you kind of go with that in the movie. It makes you believe that, right? And then eventually you realize it's like, oh wait, she just wants to play with yeah. and have fun with her brother. The
0: actual twist and it's 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 presented as a throwaway line in the movie is um, one of them says you guys have a really oh Lucy says you have a really, you have a big problem communicating and the the sisters' toy says yeah that's that's a real issue here yeah or something and like that. The kids that.
1: like five right? Yeah, so it makes sense.
0: So yeah. like. All the whole reason that we're led to believe that the sisters' stuff is all evil is one because because we're seeing it from the brother's perspective, but also because she actually has a real problem communicating with her brother specifically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so yeah. Like considering that, like they, I think they did that really well because mm-hmm. I never would have thought that honestly yeah. in the first place um, because they framed it really well in the writing. I guess. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what cool. I'm saying.
0: That's why I'm saying this is so tightly written. Is like there's lots of themes going on here that. I wouldn't say we're just discovering for the first time, but, Mm. like, I certainly, if I... Yesterday, if someone had asked me to describe what this movie is about, it would have taken me the exact amount of time it's taken us to get to those conclusions to get there, too. Mm. Like, those aren't... This movie is about this. Like, it's... Mm. it's There's a lot going on.
1: There's actually a lot of themes going on. Yeah. Which is really cool.
0: You mentioned the ensemble cast, Mm. and, like, yeah, the... There's a lot of big names in this movie, and there's, like, four ones that matter.
1: Yeah, they don't really big, get time to shine. Yeah, honestly,
0: it's, that's a really a shame because like I don't remember, I don't remember that much of him. I know he was kind of a side character in the first one, but like I really liked uh, what was his name, like Spaceship Jim or something, Charlie Day's mm-hmm. character. Yeah, and he was like almost not even in this movie. Yeah, I want to say he had like
1: ten lines or something.
0: But at the same time, at the very beginning, he was considered important enough to like take away.
1: Yeah. So you well, know, yeah, all the, I mean, all those characters were considered important enough to take away, and then they all kind of got, like, not really... They got, like, ten lines for each yeah, of them total, right? I would say... Well, I mean, It had no effect on the plot, either. With the exception of Batman, which I really yeah, liked. Yeah, Batman. Batman I really liked, but he, I think he also kind of got... He didn't really get much to do in this one, which I was surprised on.
0: Yeah, although the plot revolved around Batman, which was... True. Which is interesting. Because, yeah, yeah, the... um, I guess we didn't mention it earlier, like, the, the plot of... The, the sister's plot is to marry the queen of her... Uh, Legos Megan. with Batman and yeah. then if they're married then well now her brother has to play with her I guess I, is
1: that <laughs> <it>? <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know but yeah that uh, like, I I guess like a big part of what made the first one for me from what I remember mm-hmm. obviously is that like I love those people like playing off of each other yeah and then I especially loved like like I remember the I I'll always remember in the first one like the Millennium Falcons saving them. Oh yeah. Out of nowhere. It's like the those like random I think that's what made the movie so cool is like you have these like all these random cameos coming in yeah, and, I, to help them. Like mis- <clears throat> Mr.
0: Business's uh squad of villains was like Voldemort, yeah. uh, Darth Vader, um just everyone every bad person that wa- that Warner Brothers has even kind of rights to. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought that was like one of the biggest strengths of the mm-hmm. first one, just being able to play around with that. It, it is kind of gimmicky, I guess, well, and it, I can see why it's they don't want to rely on it. That
0: I understand why they.
1: I, I'm actually kind of glad
0: they didn't do it here, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I did miss it. Yeah, like they had Gandalf. That was cool. Yeah, but also they didn't Gandalf do it. <laughs> had like two months. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was. I, oh, they I also think, had Wanda swoops. I don't know who that
0: WNBA is. superstar Wanda swoops. Oh yeah, they
1: say that's. I thought that was so weird. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like, I think stuff like that was really missing. Like, when I saw Rex, I was really hoping Rex would be, like, another, like, stereotypical badass yeah. like, character from a movie. Um, I guess he was, like, an amalgam of that. It, I heard he was, like, Chris Pratt's, like, well, if you, the first time mixed up into one.
0: The first time he introduces himself, three of the things he introduces himself as are raptor trainer, archaeologist, and space cowboy or something. Yeah. And, like at least two of those are old chris pratt roles yeah yeah and like i don't know about script doctor and man of the soil but <laughs> i mean i don't know chris pratt as well as i should clearly yeah is chris pratt a man of the soil i mean i guess he is well, he lives does on a man ranch man of the soil mean like I, a farmer i think
1: i don't know <laughs> i didn't pay attention when he
0: was when he was introducing himself the second time he's he said like i don't know something really lame then he said man of the soil and then he said script doctor and, and i'm like, like huh okay same, yeah I mean, your other things were Space Cowboy, but yeah. okay, sure. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so, I mean, like, I, I, I was kind of hoping he'd be, like, someone we already knew. Again, like, it, it feels like, it doesn't feel like real, like, genuine writing if you just have all these cameos. Yeah. But also, like, I'm not going to lie, I, I love that shit. So, yeah. Uh, I was really kind of sad about that. But yeah, okay, back to the ensemble cast. Like, yeah, they didn't really get much to play. They didn't get to play off of each mm-hmm. other, like, the first one. Um, and they were all kind of like, it's all—it's like they were all like taking shrooms or something because they're like they weren't acting like themselves either, right? Yeah, and were, that's
0: see. As much as I like the fact that in the end the the sister was literally just everything she said, mm-hmm. like she said, "I'm good, I'm not evil," but just literally she was that. Yeah, for the whole way through. Even though that's the case, everyone actually seems brainwashed. And I don't know if that's just because of the perspective we're seeing this through or like not, because they are not acting like themselves. Yeah. With the exception of maybe Charlie Day's character, because his litera- literally literally his there. only defining trait is yeah. spaceships.
1: Yeah. Which I I mean, I guess I guess they did that to like make sure the twit like the plot twist kind of yeah. gets off properly. Which makes sense, I guess. But yeah, again, it just didn't feel like they were real Characters the whole time so we like the lines some of the lines that they did get it, it affected me even less you know right because it didn't feel real yeah um, um, but yeah so ensemble cast I, I missed that and like I don't think Emmett and Rex were enough to like carry the movie in that sense
0: no although I mean I did I did like both of them a lot mm. I liked that plot line um,
1: I liked the plot line I didn't like them yeah talking honestly I found fair that boring. enough
0: I liked I liked the raptors a lot <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah, the raptors were really, I I think it kind of got tiring. They relied on a lot of raptor jokes, honestly, but I will say I got a giggle out of it every time. The best
0: raptor jokes, like, the best raptor jokes weren't even, like, puns or anything. It was just, like, where one raptor would go, ah, and then the subtitles would be, like, I hate Mondays. Yeah, yeah. Or, what's the Wi-Fi password? I don't know. Ask Sharon. Yeah,
1: (laughs) raptors acting like people. Definite laughs. There you go.
0: Raptors acting like people. Let's have that be the next Lego movie, please. I've I watched that. <laughs> Lego especially. Movie 3, Raptors acting like people. <laughs> wow, I guess we're not allowed to like movies on this podcast.
1: <laughs> no, I really liked... Okay, but well, we yeah. can talk about what we like. Yeah. Actually, w- no. One more thing I didn't like. Okay, cool. I, okay, I will say like the pacing in the middle was really slow. Yeah. I wanted to fall asleep there. Yeah. Just, I think um, it was when Emmett was on the spaceship with Rex. And then also, um, I guess... When they were getting pampered in the yeah the place, like the, in the new world, I found that re- I just found it really slow. I'm not entirely what sure I, why, um,
0: but what? Well, my dad pointed this out to me, and I realized he's right. Yesterday. During a lot of the... A lot of the songs didn't have much substance. Like, some of them did. But, like, this song's gonna get stuck inside your head was the big song of the thing. And it had literally no substance. Like, yeah. you've heard all of the substance. Yeah. But um, during some... Because there's not that much to the songs, they had to fill that. But, like, they couldn't fill it with much because that you have to listen to the song. That's the point of that sequence. So a lot of those sequences also felt kind of slow. Like, they got to... Uh, they got to the um, um the point where they met uh, the Justice League again in like the idyllic town, mm-hmm. and that was a really good like that was that was kind of a really cool horror scene almost mm-hmm. and then that song starts, and as soon as that song starts, the scene is basically over, but it goes on for like another ten minutes because they have to then escape that world, but they 're not really doing anything they're just running, right, so it's yeah. just sort of filling time yeah, yeah, yeah so during some of those songs like that one is the worst offender of it uh it got. The, the pacing kind of slowed down to, to uncomfortable spots. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, I, I know what you mean, like, I think the best songs in, in movies are, like, the ones where, like, like songs can be really useful because you can, like, give off exposition or, mm-hmm. like, move forward, like, plot points really, really efficiently right. with the song, right? And you won't even notice well, it because this, this if, if the song's good, then, yeah. then, like, the audience, like, doesn't care that they were just fed like 10 minutes of exposition. Right,
0: and this movie has a really good example of that when they introduce Queen, uh, what's her name, Whatever Ya wanabe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: When they introduced her, her song about being not evil did exactly that really well. Mm -hmm. Set up the entire plot, uh, was really well paced, was a pretty catchy song. That's exactly that.
1: Mm-hmm. That was a good um,
0: The opposite of that is this song's going to get stuck inside your head, mm-hmm. which, while I liked it a lot, and that's probably going to be the standout song of that uh, of that movie, the sequence for it was kind of just filling time.
1: Yeah, they could have cut it. I think it was like a two-minute long, two, three-minute long sequence. They could have cut it down to like a minute. Yeah. If they wanted to. Um, that's, I guess that's kind of nitpicky, though. It's like, I uh, could have shaved off two minutes, you know? Sure, sure. Um, but I... I yeah, like. I feel like more could have happened during that song. I'm not. I'm just not sure what. Yeah, more could have happened, and then like I, I, I just, I will, I will say, I think it's because they saved so much for the third. Because I thought the third act was amazing, mm-hmm. but like I think that's why the second act like really suffered because they were like hiding so much. Right. That, well, like the third act, like the second act, didn't really stand on its own. The
0: yeah? whole movie takes place in almost real time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's the, the events of the movie are going over the course of one and a half hours, but like they're going over the course of no more than three for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, I don't know, maybe that has something to do with it, but, uh, let's, let's, what, what do we like about this movie?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we do. Okay. Yeah. What I liked was.
0: This is the best performance Bruce Willis has given in years. <laughs> I
1: feel confident saying that. I read this thing on Reddit where the guy's like, the only reason I knew it was Bruce Willis because he sounded so bored. <laughs> a Bruce Willis impersonator would have tried to sound, like, excited. or something.
0: Which is, and I mean, a Bruce Willis impersonator would not have been able to play the Lego character they made him because they didn't, like... I don't know if Bruce Willis realized this, but they made him a bum <laughs> in the Lego movie, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what's happened to Bruce Willis, but, like, when the best... I, I legitimately think this was his best performance in years, and it shouldn't be.
1: <laughs> and he had like three lines. I mean, he but was, they they nailed they nailed the line. Oh man, was,
0: they nailed it entirely.
1: Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so like, I liked the beginning. I thought the beginning was kind of cute. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I was again. I wasn't entirely sure where it was going, but like, I liked I liked the whole Emmett. I liked what it set up with Emmett and Lucy. Mm-hmm. You know, Emmett like is like the good boy, but then Lucy's kind of like. You you got wants him. a bad boy. She oh, wants a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, um, I, was, I, I thought that was a cute setup. Uh, I like po- Apocalypseburg.
0: Apocalypseburg. It's um, a great name.
1: That was cool. I I, I kind of wish we got a little more time to breathe. There. Yeah. There, that would have been nice because I thought it was a cool world mm-hmm. and a cool scenario. But um, yeah.
0: I liked uh, I liked the um, like the Mad Max role that uh, the pirate had taken up, and mm. I really wish that we'd gotten more of the pirate, specifically in that world, because he clearly fit there really well.
1: Yeah, right. he did. He could have been, like, a lot more, I don't know, confident or, like, a warlord or something. Or like. Like, that would have been cool to see.
0: Yeah. There was, there was a lot they could have done in Apocalypseburg that they didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they necessarily needed to do, but, like, it, it did feel short
1: mm-hmm. there. Yeah.
0: Um... I really liked the stars and the, the hearts.
1: Yeah, those were so cute. Oh, my. I was dying every time. And seriously.
0: Oh, the pain.
1: <laughs> you think that'd get annoying after a while, but no, I But no, they time.
0: were, like, of all the minor characters, the stars were by far my favorite.
1: Yeah, which I was not expecting going into this movie. Seriously.
0: I think that, like, that's a villain concept that, get, that doesn't get explored very often. I guess for obvious reasons, because, like little sister as a villain doesn't work in most movies mm-hmm. but like it was cre- there were points where it was creepy in a way that's like that's both relatable and completely un completely unrepresented in other movies i've seen movies like even invasion of the body snatchers where it's like this scene this scene here is too perfect mm. but like i've never seen it in the way where it's like like when they meet the Justice League and the Justice League is all just hanging out and being friends and before that they weren't friends mm. and like that
1: was well they were friends except for well, Green Lantern <laughs> green,
0: well it's it's specifically Green Lantern and Superman and Lex Luthor that are getting along yeah. which is really weird
1: because Superman doesn't like either of them. right
0: and that's like a main that's a main thing that one I mean everyone knows Superman doesn't like Lex Luthor but like the hope p- in over the last two movies they've specifically set up that superman does not much care for green lantern mm-hmm. and then when those three are getting along in this idyllic vil- in this idyllic town they're not doing anything that's like super creepy it's by itself they're mm-hmm. just hanging out but like it comes across almost actually scary because it's so different from what we're expecting
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: like things being different and therefore creepy or scary isn't 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 new in movies but the way that this movie did it was really I thought I thought this was unique in a way mm-hmm. and I really wish I could see this in more movies although it just it just doesn't have a spot in most movies
1: Yeah wait like you like the people like overly joyful scenario well, where it's like scary
0: Yeah the fact like the the fact that things things were weird because they were different from the norm
1: but the but reason that they were right.
0: different from the norm was just because they were just objectively better. Like, yeah. people were just <laughs> way happier. Yeah. Things were just better. Everyone was just having a good time. Yeah. Which, like, I, I know I've seen that in movies before, but it's not, it's not done very often because I feel like it must be really hard to do. But it just yeah. worked really well in this movie.
1: I got, um, I got vibes from, oh man, what's that movie, Wrinkle in Time? You know that scene where they Have you seen Wrinkle in Time? I haven't seen Wrinkle in Time. Oh, okay. I read the book
0: a long time ago and...
1: There's that... There's that, like... Well, it's in the book, too. Like, that... I think they show up in this suburban neighborhood and everything looks the same. And then everyone, like... It's just, like, so meticulous and feels planned, you know? I kind of got those vibes. Yeah. I think that might have been on purpose, you know? Like, like they show up randomly in a suburban neighborhood and everyone, like, leaves their house at the same time and they're doing their thing. Well,
0: it's... Have you ever seen Pleasantville?
1: <clears throat> no. It's that... very...
0: That's that's what happens in Pleasantville. Pleasantville uh, is... It's an old movie. Uh, okay. It's an old movie, and in the universe of the movie, Pleasantville is a show that Tobey Maguire accidentally, like, walks through his TV and ends up in.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Very underappreciated. But mm-hmm. essentially, the point of Pleasantville is everything is perfect there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone, you know, loves life. Everyone's happy. No one ever questions anything, which is sort of the main point of the movie. Um... You know, everyone, the basketball team never loses because every time they throw the ball, it goes in. Doesn't matter how good their shot was, it just goes in. Yeah. And so, like, everything is perfect. And that's, I've seen that before in, like, Pleasantville and the Stepford Wives. But, like, that's unnerving because it's it's different and it's unnaturally different. Mm-hmm. Where, like, this was unnerving. It gave me the same vibes, but actually nothing was bad about it yeah i oh uh, I mean kind of that that it comes back to everyone wasn't acting like themselves, yeah. which i mean was by design, and that's that's why it gives you those same vibes well,
1: the thing is like i guess this is feels like conflicting because like the like the end of the movie the like the kind of the theme you realize is that like everything's not always awesome, but that's okay, you know right um, but then like in that scene everything is awesome Yeah, it feels weird, but, like, there's no reason for it to feel weird. This
0: movie you know? this this movie gets a lot of things right and it conflicts with itself in a few places, too.
1: Well, I'm, okay, I guess, like, now that I think about it, I guess the point is that, like, like everything was awesome mm-hmm. for them and they loved life, but it didn't stay that way, you know? Right. And then once it wasn't that way again, everyone got really depressed. Yeah. And I guess the point of the movie was, like, everything can be awesome, but it's... It's not if it's a it, less something,
0: idealistic sort of way,
1: yeah, yeah, like in the song, so yeah, if it if it's not if it turns out that it's not awesome at a certain point in time, it's all right, you know, it's not like, right. it's not the end of the world, yeah, so I guess like they kind of set that up in that like everything was perfect there, mm-hmm. and then once it kind of got destroyed, everyone was like, oh, I give up, like, we'll never be awesome again, you know,
0: so I guess like if the first movie ended with like with with the world essentially being what uh, the boy thought was awesome. So this is, like, basically his perfect world. Mm. Then you could say that through most of the movie, this movie, the second one, takes place in what the sister would think of as her perfect world. Mm. Because, like, there's this idyllic thing. There's all these planets where everyone is just, where everything's awesome. Yeah. So, like, it's sort of, there's more going on in the writing than you might think right off the bat. So, and then the whole, and then the point of that, subplot is exactly what you said because like both of them had ideals of what would be awesome and tried to meet those and because they tried to meet those ideals they flew too close to the sun and uh, fell down. Destroyed I don't know. Yeah. 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 It 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 blew up in their faces because their ideals weren't identical to each other's. Yeah. Where they had to they had to meet in the middle.
1: Yeah. You know what's really cool though? I, I just thought about this. Like Emmett's whole thing is he wants to be like, perfect and awesome by, like, being the ideal man, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, when he realizes that, like, I think, I remember, he, doesn't he say, um, it's, it's a, a lot harder to open your heart than to be, than to close everyone off and be, like... It's something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It, essentially, he's saying it's harder to be open with others and vulnerable than to close people off and be a badass, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh... I guess that's kind of like the theme with the brother and sister too is that like if you if you keep everything to yourself, everything can be perfect and awesome, right. but that's not that even though it's awesome that doesn't make it great, you know like yeah. sometimes it feels better to share it with someone else, and th- even though it might not be entirely awesome, mm-hmm. it's like it's i guess it's better for you you know Yeah. kind that's kind of what emmett's sto- path through the story was too yeah. So
0: well, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Well, I
1: thought, I thought, I just, I guess that's so cool. How like I thought these two were like completely separate themes, but no, they actually tie into each other really well. That's what I'm
0: saying. This is a really tightly written movie. I really appreciate it when movies are written in a way that I'm actually still discovering Mm -hmm. things after watching it twice, and now after like almost an hour of discussion about this.
1: Yeah, man, that makes me sad. Though I think it could have been like even better than the first one if. Only if like the second, I I just say like the the middle half was like better written, yeah, like, tighter, tightly written, and then like the jokes nailed better.
0: Yeah, it just it had that <clears throat> pacing issue in the middle, and like I don't know that could have been a good place to explore. They did set up some things in the movie that they didn't really ad- that they didn't really end up addressing because mm-hmm. like everyone was supposed to get planets, they didn't get planets, but like they could have explored I don't know any of the other main char- main mm-hmm. characters side plots. Mm-hmm. There was, there was probably more they could have done in that second act that they just didn't. And it's it's a shame that the second act suffers so much for being sandwiched between two really good parts of the movie.
1: Mm, yeah. I almost wonder, I wonder if they tried it, but then, like, because they had, if they had, like, a lot more going on in the second act, then maybe the third act would have, like... It could have been, been too much, too, Because yeah. definitely, like, it was, there's a lot going on in the third act. Yeah. And then, like... If they added too much in the second, then maybe like it just there was just like so much that they had to conclude that it would have been messy.
0: I really have to go back and watch the first one now because I remember the first one moving along at a breakneck pace. Like there was so much happening. They went to mm-hmm. Gotham City, then they went to like space, space, then they went to Unikitty Land. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot happening, and yeah. like.
1: But the there thing wasn't... is with that is there was all it was all. They were it was like oh, no. one plot line, right? Yeah, it all made yeah, in one theme. Yeah. So they were able I think they were able to do that a lot better. Yeah,
0: way. I don't know that you could have done that in this movie, but you could have maybe done it more than they did.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. because um, I damn, think Yeah. I really want to watch this movie again now that I'm thinking about all this stuff.
0: Well, uh, I just wanted to say my favorite quote from the movie was you can build anything, but there ain't nothing you can't break.
1: Who says that?
0: That's, that's like, one of the first things Rex says. Oh, really? When he's teaching Emmett how to break things. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool.
0: I love that quote so much. Like, as soon as you think about it, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so would you recommend this movie? What do you think?
1: Uh Yeah, for sure. I'd definitely say watch... If you haven't watched the first one, maybe hold off on it. But yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, damn, it- this, is, this movie is really deep. You just gotta put some thought into it, and stick out the second act and you get to go.
0: Yeah, it does uh, stand alone very well. Mm. I would still, I mean, it's definitely a second part, so you should watch the first one, and I would even definitely, I would even recommend watching them both together, but um, I definitely recommend this movie. Mm. I mean, I saw it twice, and now I almost kind of want to see it again.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess, it, yeah, you're right. It, I, it's one of those rare movies where, like, I think you need. I think you really need to see the first one, but also like if you haven't, I guess it does work, mm-hmm. like very well, just not as well as it could. You right. Know? And that that never. I feel like that like sequels that kind of happens, but I feel like that never happens with a movie that like could be seen as just like the second part to the first movie.
0: Right. You know? So yeah. So what do we got coming up?
1: Uh, in in two weeks. Captain Marvel.
0: Captain Marvel, is that out in two weeks?
1: Two weeks, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think, March 8th, March 1st, we, February 24th. That's that like two might, and a half weeks.
0: That might be two episodes from now then. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll see. All so, right. either then, Captain Marvel or whatever. I mean, we'll both have seen Alita Battle Angel by then. Like, if nothing else, we'll talk about Alita.
1: Poss- I haven't seen it yet. Well, I haven't I, seen it I don't either, want even. to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, well, I will see. have seen it. We'll I'll, see. I'll watch it if we talk about it, sure.
0: Um. But anyway, there's lots of stuff coming up. I remember the end of February being big. Mm. because the Oscars that's what we'll talk about let's oh, next sure. time let's yeah, talk we'll about, about the Oscars, Oscars. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: oh man I it's exciting have watched almost all of the movies on that list yeah, you've and been, it was exhausting
1: you've been building up to this for a while huh? yeah
0: I woke, up, uh, I woke up on the on the day of the Super Bowl and I'm like huh Super Bowl's not until 3 I can watch The Wife yeah and I'm glad I did because The Wife is a really good movie so if you haven't seen The Wife watch The Wife mm. Uh, so there's my random movie recommendation of the day that's the second one there you go
1: two recommended movies Lego Movie 2 and and The Wife The Wife they are
0: very different they have very different core themes Mm,
1: definitely not a companion piece no Okay. okay.
0: but if you do watch them together and they work well please let me know because (laughs) I'll do that too yeah yeah nice yeah so thanks everybody Uh, we'll see you next time with whatever we got next
1: sounds good peace out